Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, episode thirty-six. Coming up on this episode. Uh, Elon Musk is playing three-card money with Twitter and uh, may get some information that uh, he was finally looking for. The FBI drops the ball on uh, some rape cases in Michigan and elsewhere. Uh, Matthew McConaughey visits the White House to talk guns, and uh, I guess some of it, uh, you know, isn't that bad. Biden is upset, as usual, about, uh, well baby formula crisis and uh you know gas and everything else which explains why he brought in matthew mcconaughey uh could iran be the next superpower and this isn't in the notes but i'm gonna bring it up biden visits uh saudi arabia basically to uh suck off a saudi prince uh in the hopes of getting gas so that's right all that and more episode 36 Welcome back, uh, episode 36. Uh, we got a lot going on, but uh, I think today's going to be uh, a lot of ripping and bitching because so much is happening so fast. And this is I just put I just put ninety dollars in my fucking gas tank, and I am so pissed off. 
Dude, I put 50 bucks in my car. My my car doesn't take $50. So, I can tell you this fall when I bought the vehicle cuz I got rid of my truck for yeah. uh for my pilot um and I so I downsized. And I could fill the thing up from empty to full for like $40-41. Sure. Yeah. I was so so pissed off. And like I said, what does uh Biden do about that? Uh you know, does he open uh any drilling? No, he closed more drilling. Does he uh you know, he even went on saying you know, basically, I'm going to do everything. I'm open to ideas for how do we can alleviate and make things better. You don't fucking do anything. There was a senator from Michigan, by the way. Uh, th- this was this was kind of funny. I can't remember her name. Uh, she traveled from Michigan to Washington, D.C. And she made the comment. She bought a brand new electric vehicle, drove all the way from michigan to dc and she said she had to stop and charge one time but looked at all the gas stations and didn't have to worry oh i'm oh, sorry because yeah, because um, we all have you know 50 to a hundred thousand dollars laying around to buy an electric vehicle that's and the thing is here here's what's funny is those lithium batteries are considered unstable half the time I've seen full-on houses explode because those batteries just go. Um, it's if I ever bought one, it would never, it would never sit in my garage. I can tell you that, just on that kind of fear. Because oh, how do you explain that to your home? What happened to your house? Oh, well, my car blew up. Whatever happened to the hybrids? Do you remember them? They were a thing in like the Prius. Uh, it wasn't the, just the Prius. There was a lot of hybrids. Oh yeah, no, no. Um, let me see here. Hybrid. I I, I think they just gave up on the hybrid in there because well, the, the hybrids weren't actually a bad idea. No, they're not. But you get better gas mileage. I mean, sure. Um, but they were they were a big thing back in like you know two thousand eight. Oh yeah, two thousand seven. During the Obama era, yeah, yeah. And then they just like slowly went away. Who who knows? I don't know. The, I mean, the I whole could... I'm getting rid of fossil fuels and yada 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 is uh, starting to come to fruition because not like we didn't fucking see that coming. And the uh, 80-some million people, man, I hope you're fucking taking that higher gas price right in the ass, too. And loving it because you can't complain because you voted for this. So so here's the thing. And then then we have Biden who goes to Saudi Arabia. Who, okay, for what? Since the beginning of his presidency, even before he was saying how evil they were because, uh, and they're not nice people, but... You know, because they killed whatever that quasi journalist was. Yeah, that worked for the that did that wrote every so often for uh, the Washington Post. Post, yeah. Um, and they uh, so he he's basically spends 
you know, the better part of two years, you know, trashing them, trying to make friends with Iran of all people who are probably yeah, the trying most... to get, he's trying to get the original Iran nuclear deal back in order after Trump fucking basically crumpled it up and threw it in the garbage. Which it was a good thing because we don't want Iran to have nuclear ability. Well, now that now since we're getting into this, um what they they believe that Iran now has enough refined uh uranium for nuclear weapons. And they they have been saying that they have no problem dropping it on their neighbors and and everything, just wiping Jerusalem off the face of the map. There's all everyone forgets that Trump got all these damn peace treaties around Iran purposely so they can't do this. Right. Right. I mean, he brought Jordan, he brought everybody together against Iran and Saudi Arabia, you know, and now Biden goes over and basically has to suck their dick in order to try to get them to put out a half a million barrels a day starting in July. And they're not going to. When they're, they're, they're not going to. They've already said they won't. Right. Um, And when, kid you not, we have the bigger, we have a bigger reserve than them of uh, uh, oil in the ground to get out. Canada has it. But what does he do? His first first day in office, he shuts down the Keystone XL pipeline, the building of that. He he went on air and said, oh, everyone's upset because I canceled it. They said, oh, that pipeline was like two years away. No, it was one year away. Yes. Yes. The pipeline was still in progress when you took office. If you had left that shit alone, shit would have been done by now. Exactly. Exactly. We're a year later. And in a year and a half, he fucked that up. He fucks up and uh, closes down uh, uh, drilling on uh, federal lands, including the Gulf of Mexico. His EPA puts restrictions on uh, refineries to the point that they can't produce in the U.S. You have... Um, they stopped Alaska. Yeah, they stopped, they stopped Anwar. That was recently. Then he makes it so that you couldn't even drill on, uh, what was it, New Mexico the uh, or Arizona, one of the two, uh, the um, uh, tribal land. Yeah. It's like that's sovereign land. You shouldn't have a say in that whatsoever. I mean, I, come on. Uh, let me find there's a there's a good clip. A guy basically uh lays all this out really well. Um right here. Please, point me to what Biden policy raised gas. He can't stand that kid. Okay, an easy one. Let's start with his first day in office. On Biden's first day in office, this guy. Oil leases on federal offshore lands. He also canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, a decision that even CNN admits the U.S. will come to regret. He also foolishly rejoined the Paris Climate Accord without the consent of Congress. This, of course, implies a slew of new regulatory measures that will stand in the way of domestic oil producers and the fuel industry in general. He also banned oil and gas 
is on native lands in New Mexico, despite opposition from the Navajo Nation, who, believe it or not, actually want to be able to capitalize on natural resources that rest within their land. He canceled an 80 million acre oil lease in Louisiana, putting their gas market in danger. His rationale for the irresponsible behavior was, oh, I have climate change concerns. He signed off on rescinding a ton of Trump-era deregulation in the EPA, putting that red tape right back up and creating another roadblock for the fuel industry. Now, here's an interesting one. The federal government sets the parameters each year for how much biodiesel and ethanol is to be blended into the country's fuel supply. However, there is a waiver program for small refineries that produce less than 75,000 barrels a day that would allow them to continue operation. These small refineries provide an essential fuel supply for Rocky Mountain states and rural areas like West Virginia, a supply that is not easily replaceable. Biden put a pause on these waivers. He cited an ongoing Supreme Court case. That case ended in June. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of the waiver program and directed the federal government to approve the waivers. Nearly nine months later, Biden rejected them. And this is just the big stuff. Now that I've pointed that out, if I've convinced you, head over to my... Okay. And I've I've seen Cam before. He he's really uh, he's really straight to the, a lot of the point with it, and he gets Harry, who is the typical Democrat on TikTok. He is wrong on every level. I know every constantly. fucking time he opens his goddamn mouth, and I and I catch it, and I'm like. You're dumb. Yeah. Well, let's make it a little bit easier. So um, here's Ted Cruz explaining that it is the president's fault. All those people that say, well, the president doesn't dictate the the price of oil. The president doesn't. Yeah. You know what? His policies. They didn't have a problem blaming Trump back when he first started when gas went up to like, what, three to a little over three dollars. Right. What did he do? He fucking started he started having people be able to drill more and right. if that fucking oil if the price of oil didn't fucking drop and gas went down under 100 bucks a barrel fuck yeah. yeah it's two dollars and nine cents a gallon on that first day what does biden do he cancels the keystone pipeline boom day one what does he do after that january 27th a week later he halts all new oil and gas leases on federal land, both onshore and offshore. Federal land onshore and offshore comprises roughly 25% of U.S. oil and gas production. Next, February 19th, he rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement. Notice what's happening to the price. Next, May 7th, 2021. Price is going up. Biden takes 30% of land off limits to oil and gas. Price keeps going up. June 1st. He halts drilling in Anwar, the incredibly petroleum-rich section of Alaska with vast reserves, very small portion of Alaska. He shuts it down. Price keeps going. June 30th, Congress reverses the Trump natural gas regulation. October 7th, Biden reverses the Trump NEPA regulation. October 29th, Interior begins the, quote, social cost of carbon designed, again, to drive gas prices up. November 15th, a moratorium on oil drilling in the Chaco Canyon. That uh, price of uh, the, the price of carbon or the, uh, you know, that thing they just talked about, that was complete political bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's it's not even something that could that you can argue can 
even help save anything. Basically saying we're taxing, we're taxing carbon. We're doing this because carbon's bad. And now reality is kicking them in the ass. Absolutely. Kicking Democrats. And then February 24th, Russia invades Ukraine. By the way, Biden is trying to blame Putin for the increase. And listen, Putin bears some responsibility for that increase, but he doesn't bear responsibility for all of this. All of this. So imagine we did get a big jump after after the Ukraine invasion. I remember that. So prior to this, so everyone was blaming Trump for gas for the the oil refineries in the U.S. not being as high. That started in April of 2020. Trump did because we had such a surplus. We already filled our oil reserves, everything to capacity. Because what happened in April of 2020, everybody went the fuck home. States were shutting down. Nobody was going anywhere. Michigan, our governor, put a mandate out that we couldn't go to our fucking cabin. Right. So, yeah, I understand why Trump said, hey, fucking slow it the fuck down for right now just until we can figure out what the fuck is going on um because it it just baffles me because they're like oh yeah trump started all of this okay i i will say that yeah he started it but his reasoning was because all the states decided to lock their fucking state down so there was no point of sending fuel everywhere that wasn't needing it it wasn't being as consumed as much as it was if everybody was driving still going to work that's the thing that's the thing that that pisses me off is of course uh this has to be true because facebook decided to fact check it and they <laughs> fuck facebook and their fact fact checked and basically they said uh you know, the Department of Energy never said the average American buys 40 gallons of gas a week. Um, they did, but, you yeah, know, they of did. course, Facebook. Um, okay, so think about this. They want to raise minimum wage to $15 an hour. I don't know if they did or not. I don't think they got it. Some states did, I think. But, okay, you make $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. That means you bring home on average $9 an hour after taxes and insurance and your other yeah. stuff. Most people work 40 hours per week. And according to the Department of Energy, purchase roughly uh, 40 gallons of gas a week. I think that's about right. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to say because I've worked from home, you know, since 2013. So. I don't drive every day to work, but my wife does, and she has to fill up her tank twice a week, and she has a twenty. Yeah, my tank. my wife works. I mean, I I've been home, I've been working from home since March of twenty twenty. Um, so this what means sucked that... was I was on vacation a week, and then I come back for one day, and then they announced that they're sending us home for work. 
to work from home and i was like but it was just home for a week <laughs> already i wanted to get away from my family now you're sending me oh. back yeah oh my god working from home i know everybody wants to work from home now but good god you get to the point there was times in the winter that i didn't realize i haven't left my freaking house for two weeks straight i was so buggy because all i did is you know i'd go to bed i'd wake up walk next you know right to the other room where my office was get at, sit down at the computer work for eight ten hours get done go straight back to bed lay down watch tv that was oh no it. i i'm in that same boat that's what i do now i still do it except i i move from the upstairs to the downstairs so i kind of get a little exercise going up and down stairs now um but in but with gas prices the way they are i am actually happy about being a work from home kind of person because i couldn't imagine having to feel being that broke trying to fill both cars up and going to work and then paying yep. for daycare and everything well listen to this so that means uh bringing home nine dollars uh, a week that means you know at, after you pay for gas every week your 15 dollar an hour job means you're bringing home four dollars an hour oh so we're back in the 80s right yeah the, no 80s 70s okay anyone that makes minimum wage which is less than fifteen dollars an hour. So depending, it's like nine dollars in Michigan or ten dollars like in Michigan. <laughs> um, basically, you're just paying for gas. That's it. Yeah, you're you're just living. You you you're don't literally you don't get to eat. Yeah, your whole paycheck goes towards gas. So when everyone voted for Biden because he promised wages of fifteen dollars an hour, did you think gas prices were going to stay at two dollars a gallon? Now you make at this point. Because of inflation and because of gas prices, you are making less money today if you're making $15 an hour than you were two years ago making less than $15 an hour. And if you make minimum wage in another few weeks, you'll start, you'll start having to pay out of your savings in order to go to work. That's what the Biden voters have done. Sounds about right. Um, Sounds absolutely about right. You know, and then you have, let me find uh, this video. Where is it? Corinne Jean-Pierre, the new White House press secretary, she was asked about the high gas prices, which are just skunking Americans. I mean, gas costs a fortune in the United States right now, higher than it has ever been by leaps and bounds. She was asked about this, and her response was, well, you know, the gas prices are higher in Europe. Good luck with that. If that's your midterm message, sure, things suck, but you could be in France. What happened when Putin started amassing troops on the border with Russia? The price of gas has increased by $1.51. And uh, and I also want to add, because this is really important so that people understand and flag that similar issues around the world. In the EU, gas is $8.15 per gallon and has increased by $1.74. In Germany, gas is $8.88 per gallon. It has increased $2.16. In Canada, gas is $6.23 per gallon. It has increased $1.93. And all of this has happened since December of 2021. This is to your point, 
is this is a global challenge. Uh, this is something that everyone is feeling uh, across the globe. I love that she has all of those stats available. So that was the talking point they came up with. They knew they were going to ask get asked about gas prices. Oh, yeah. And you don't have a plan to lower the gas prices. And they don't have a plan to allow for more drilling, which future supply does impact current price. They don't have any plans for any of that. What they are going to do is lecture you that you could be in Canada. So, well, yeah, we could be in Canada where they're taking all our guns. <laughs> Including pistols. And you... you're not allowed to transfer. Did you catch that? You are yes. not allowed to transfer. So if you die, you die with your gun. Yeah, basically you have to be buried with it. You can't you can't transfer it, you can't give it um you can't will it to somebody. You can't will it to someone. Like I have a pistol that used to be my grandfather's. Was it last week? Last week we we didn't record. Um they uh did we? Yeah, I don't remember. Um Ontario was trying to get the truckers to come and bring them supplies but nobody would go no. i wonder fucking why who the hell i'm sorry if anybody's listening in canada get the hell out who the hell wants to live in a place like that where you know they're basically they're jailing people for saying calling you the wrong uh the wrong sex they're or at the very least they're you know trying to uh take away your livelihood uh they're taking away your guns the right to defend yourself and then they say well what's the reason anybody has to have guns you don't you don't need a pistol to hunt you don't need a you're saying that defending myself is not a good reason i mean is that that to me seems like a good reason to I, I love Florida's mentality, though. They tell people if someone breaks into your house, please shoot them. Less paperwork. Well, I can tell you. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. That that is the mentality you need to have. Someone broke in my house. Oh, he's dead. Um, eight one one, please. Can I have eight one one come out to my house? <laughs> um, right next to me, Isabella County. And we went through this uh, to a degree when I was in uh, law enforcement. But the Isabella County in Michigan Sheriff's Office, this is, uh, according to them, is feeling the pain at the pump as well. We have exhausted what funds we had budgeted for fuel with several months to go before the budget reset. Oh, yeah. The, the sheriff the, said, the cops I have running out of gas money. Yep. I have instructed the deputies to attempt to manage whatever calls are acceptable over the phone. This would be non-in-progress, non-life-threatening calls. Calls that do not require evidence collection or documentations. Deputies will continue to provide patrols to areas of the county. Uh, they will respond to those calls as needed to be managed in person. Any call that is in progress with an active suspect will involve a response by deputies. I want to ensure the community that safety is our primary goal and we will continue to respond to these calls when we can. 
Okay. So when I, I was I, I see I see bad things happening in that county. Um, well, it's not just them. All counties. So oh no no no. They do is they budget. I'm not saying it's just not. I'm not saying it's not just them. They're the ones saying it out loud, and it's like oh. So I wonder we, if Detroit ran out of gas money. So we ran into this uh, <laughs> when I was in law enforcement, and they basically told us that we weren't allowed to patrol in our cars. That it was taking too much gas to patrol in our cars. That we were supposed to. So what did to, you do? Like call find like a parking and, lot to like nap in? Yeah, they call it sitting and staging. So you jump in the car. And you go out and you sit and you stage and they they set us up in different parts of the city so that if a call came out, mind you, we're not going to prevent crime. We're only going to this is part of what made me, uh, um, you know, have some bad feelings towards the way uh, the higher ups in law enforcement run things. Um, we weren't allowed to prevent crimes or to stop people from doing anything when you patrol trust me i stopped a lot of crimes what or caught them in the act we were supposed to wait until a call came and depending on the severity of the call we would either tell them to come and file a police report at the station or if it was something in progress we would respond we got a car chase going down the highway. Um, that costs too much gas. Let them go. Oh, and they didn't want us idling the cars. Oh, I live man. in Michigan. No Have air conditioning, to... no heat. Yeah. Oh. If you ever try sitting in a car without idling it, it cools down really fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was awful. We ran into the same thing with uh, uh, when I worked for uh, the state of Michigan for the DNR. Um, they give you, they have budgets for how much gas you can put uh, in your vehicles and how much gas you can are allotted because I worked for fisheries uh, for um, our boats. The budget for gas for the vehicles was higher than the budget for boats. We ran out of gas for our boats. I worked for I'm fisheries. Sure. How do you run a boat? So then you have to start playing this game of I'm going to put so many gallons into the vehicle, take that same one without resetting it, putting it into a gas can for the boat, which then you're putting car gas into a boat, which is not good gas because it has ethanol in it. And then oh, it was it's such a it's so awful. It's, you know truckers um i was we were talking before this uh um a friend of mine is a uh, a farmer and he was saying that uh he's getting rid of a lot of his uh cattle because they can't afford to feed them they can't afford to uh run their tractors they can't afford to move stuff around on a regular basis like they have to downsize yep so that means come fall time when we want food to last us through the winter, since most of us get our food from the grocery store, because that's, that's how we've been be conditioned. Walmart fights in the meat department. You know how we get the, the fights of Walmart during Black Friday? Yeah. We're going to get the Walmart fights of the meat department. We will. 
you know, that's a part of the reason I'm a hunter and I try to get most of my meat from venison and from uh, hunting. But even so, that doesn't provide all of our meat. You know, we still have to go out and buy some hamburger every now and then or buy, uh, you know, steaks and stuff like that. I mean, I for, I know. you know, for my family, you know, I might get one or two we deer a year. We well, freezer sale. we freezer seal a lot of uh, we uh, vacuum seal. Yeah, a lot of meat. I do that, too. Um, um, you know, that the thing is, is this gas and everything. I know the left likes to say it's not his fault and they're even blaming. Well, you know, the petroleum manufacturers are making billions of dollars. They always say that making billions of dollars. Their profit margin isn't that great. And on top of that, they're not getting investors because there is no future. The investors don't want to invest when they don't know what Biden's going to do, if he's going to cancel more, if he's going to make it harder, if the EPA is going to make it tougher, all of that stuff, which means they're basically trying to stock up money so that they can get permits. Because to get a permit, you're talking millions of dollars for a permit, and you may not even have gas where that permit is for. So if yeah, you don't have investors and hope they, they hit the oil. Um, right. So if they don't have investors, then yes, gas prices, they have to make the money because gas runs on a futures market. The investors go by the futures market. If the investors don't think there's a future, then they're not going to invest. So it doesn't matter that they're making billions of dollars right now, because if they don't make it now, we're going to be without gas pretty soon anyway. Because there's no investors, and it's all because of this administration. Well, speaking of this administration and food, um, the 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 great formula crisis. So Abbott has a factory in Michigan yep. uh, that was shut down uh, by the FDA for like a week because. Um, Quote, there was some bacteria and they couldn't prove if the bacteria came from the plant or if it just where wherever so when they tested the plant they couldn't find this bacteria um but they kept the plant shut down after they cleaned it right so the, instead of just restarting it, it sat there off. Yeah. This plant that they turned off controls 49% of the United States baby formula. Right. Mind you, that is almost half. One factory out of like the four, fact, four or five factories that Abbott has. This one does almost half. And the fact that they did this back in February, January, February, they they knew it was going to be a problem, but didn't do anything. And then it got to April. When their reserves ran out. When the reserves ran out, 
And then there were, oh, best thing is when border agents were taking fucking photos of all the goddamn baby formula at the border. Like, oh, look at all this baby formula down here. And then yep. you had people in Mexico putting up photos. Oh, baby formula surge is a, is a United States problem. Oh, it, you're right. It is a United States problem. Why? Because we shut off a plant that should have never been shut off. So, so again, then, go ahead. Biden, we had a meeting in April with. I want to know who his fucking inner cabinet is because they're a bunch of goddamn morons. Um, his cabinet. Biden doesn't run anything. Everybody knows that. Oh yeah, no, Biden, no. Biden, I, I understand this. They he's basically then, a puppet that they walk out. And uh, they shoot him with a couple uppers so that he can kind of talk, even though he messes up every time. Pull him before anyone can answer, ask any questions. Take him to bed at four o'clock in the afternoon. Give him, give him his, uh, you know, nighttime lollipop or uh, ice cream. Falls asleep watching Matlock, and then uh, doesn't wake up until they need him again. Yeah. So but the thing is, he goes, I'm upset that no one explains to me how this went. You you should have had to, you should have asked back in February when the shit happened. When the Senate tried to pass a bill for $28 million for a research team to see what is happening at the FDA. My thing is, why do they need $28 million for a few more representatives or a few more? How much money do these people make? My question. I, I swear when it comes to how much they're they giving make to it the sound FDA like money is just be able to be printed and it's okay. Well, they do believe yes. that. Well, that's why we're in a inflationary crisis right now. They've spent the last oh, yeah, two no, years, no, you're not wrong. and especially since Biden, not only printing money, so, but buying up, the the Fed has been buying up assets like crazy, injecting so much money in the economy that we don't see that once they stop, inflation skyrockets. Now they're trying to rein it back in by selling off all them assets that they bought on top of raising the interest rate on everything, screwing us over even more. Oh, yeah. So here's the White House I mean, talking about baby formula. Because... You, you February 17th was recall. February 18th, FDA issued uh, instructions to states. Let's, let's, can we continue that through April? When did somebody call the White House to say... This is a problem. You guys may need to get involved. So I could say that um, again, the recall happened on the day day one of the recall. We took action as a whole of government approach, right, with FDA, USDA, as I just laid out. Um, and the president understands again. He understands how difficult this is. He understands uh, how challenging this is, and we have acknowledged that. We ask you. I'm so glad they they acknowledge. They acknowledge that things are fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, they're worse than 
the thing is, is they're worse than Amber Heard because Amber Heard has been caught in so many lies, but would not admit to anything. She of doubles that. down. She doubles she, down she's on a double lies. downer. And that's why she lost. This is why the Democrats are going to lose in November. Because oh, this is they they are. I, I was watching. So I was watching. Um, was it? Uh, Good morning, uh, CBS this morning. They said voter turnout was higher for Republicans in California than Democrats. Yeah. I'm like, the last time a Republican took over California, that was Reagan. Well, no, uh, that was Reagan did that. Schwarzenegger. No, uh, I'm talking about the full red wave. Oh, that you mean like Reagan. an actual Republican? Schwarzenegger too. was just by fucking luck. Uh, he married a Kennedy. That is the only reason why he got that spot. He married I, a Kennedy. Well, I mean, he's not really a Republican anyway, but he was uh, he's still, a Nazi. He's still a... And if you want to I fact mean, check me, you can, because his father is a proven Nazi. But... He was a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, you're talking the last World War time. II. You're talking the last time, like back when California was actually red. Yes, I'm talking Not... about exactly when California was full red. That was Reagan. That was the, and I called it right in the beginning that fucking Biden is going to create the next Ronald Reagan. Oh, uh, you're not the only one. Um, and uh, you know what? Honestly. I think I, I know I've said it so many times. I think DeSantis is the next one. Um, oh, I see that. Not that Ron I don't DeSantis. want, I, I wouldn't argue if Trump ran again. But I think if DeSantis took it, I think he would make Trump like an advisor or something on, on, on his cabinet. Because I think Trump would still be of use. Yeah, um, um, I think I think, this... I think it's just become so toxic for those that are Republican conservatives on the right versus right the original Republican conservatives versus those that are full on Trump supporters. I am not saying Trump did a bad thing. Trump, oh, I no, believe, no. had his a great presidency. Great. Yeah, I his just... policies were great. I just believe his his mouth wrote checks. Sometimes his ass couldn't cash. Um, as uh, as Ben Shapiro puts it, when Trump dies on his tombstone, it's gonna say Donald. Here lies Donald Donald Trump. He said a lot of shit. Yes, because <laughs> that's what he did. He said a lot of shit, and half the time, the shit he was saying. Then his uh, advisors come back and are like, no, we can't do that. Did you see the and video? Of, they do the right When thing. we get into gun control, I gotta, I'll pull it. Uh, the video when Donald Trump was talking about gun control and, and everything. And actually, it kind of somewhat slightly made sense, but it affected both parties. And they were like, oh, no, we can't do that. Um, and his, his words were, why not? It amazes me. He had no problem. So he's he, no problem doing this stuff. He just 
sometimes it just doesn't make sense sometimes of what he talks about. But he does. Well, I thought tweet, he did a great the job. Thing is, is he so much of his tweets that people I guarantee so much of the tweets that people punish him on. He was mm-hmm. literally sitting on the John going, "Oh, somebody said something bad about me. Let me." Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he. Uh, he. He was. He. He took. He was doing shit tweets. Yeah. Um. But that that being aside, I'll take the mean tweets over what we have now, which is no tweets, but literally ruining everything. Um, and, and it is, I mean, you, I, you pull anyone last poll I heard was, uh, into the eighties of people that thought that things were, uh, um, worse now than they were when, uh, Trump was in office. 80% of people that's, that's people that voted for him that are like, shit, I fucked up. I voted for this guy because I thought he was going to basically be a do nothing president. And that's all kid you not Biden could have gotten away with so much. Cause he had, he had an economy that was being, that was recovering. He had, basically the economy was put into a coma during COVID. He had a vaccine that was, people were going back to work. People were opening up. States were opening up. Uh, people had money in their pockets because the government basically gave us what four thousand? No, more than that. Those stimulus, uh, stimulus checks, yeah, yeah, um, gave us you know thousands of dollars. Uh, so people had money in their pockets, had a savings, and this administration used up all that savings because of inflation and because of gas prices now, and all that Biden had to do to be considered a good president is do nothing. Just sit back and be like, everything you was know what? set like, up. Everything was set up. If Biden just let everything be day one, didn't didn't do the 30 some executive orders and let everything be right. Nobody. No one on either side of the aisle would have fucking cared. No, nobody. Because everybody would have been fine. Everyone would be back to work. Everybody would have had their vaccine that wanted the vaccine. Cause that was the thing. Trump before anyone goes on. Yes. Donald Trump is the one that created that had the vaccines created through operation warp speed. Yep. He was pushing the vaccine for people to get it. He was pushing he it was after he was president. Forcing, right. He was not forcing anybody to get it. He was allowing everybody to have that choice you want to get it it's available it's free of charge on the federal government if you don't want to get it that is your choice also don't care right but it is available right exactly now you have biden who is uh supposedly this is uh according to the daily mail he's Furious that he's trailing Trump in polls. Oh yeah, he's trailing Trump, and everyone thinks he. Everyone he's getting upset because people are com- comparing him to the Jimmy Carter era, it, which he is. We're go, we're in What's stagflation. It, wait, I I don't the care thing whether is, wasn't the, he a, would he have been a, he would have been a senator during Jimmy Carter's presidency. Yeah, during 
he 72 i think is when he became so yeah yeah during the entire carter administration so he 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 knows all what's going on he he knows he's walking in the same goddamn playbook and it didn't work in the 70s it made things worse it took a major republican overhaul to fix it the same thing happened in the 90s it took a major republican overhaul in the senate and in the uh um congress before clinton basically acquiesced and said hey we just got shellacked two years into my presidency we need to start doing what the republicans want to do and they still pass shitty laws like the assault weapons ban and that that did absolutely nothing and he wants yeah. to bring it back he wants to bring back why how awful of a person do you have to be to go this failed in the 70s this failed in the 90s, 90s let's bring yeah. them both so back. We're, we're we're talking about we're talking about the guns so since we're we're transitioning to that this this was, <laughs> i didn't mean to transition oh no you're fine it it, it, it kind of worked that transition in this actually came out four years ago mind you four years ago um Gotta remember to hit the share audio President button Trump too. Is now publicly demanding stricter gun control in a break with the NRA and fellow Republicans. The president met with lawmakers at the White House yesterday and told them he'd even support bypassing due process to take guns from the mentally ill. Paula Reed is at the White House with the surprising remarks from the president. Paula, good morning. Good morning. The central theme of the president's agenda was strengthening background checks for folks trying to purchase weapons. He brought that up about a dozen times in that meeting with lawmakers, but he says no matter what action is actually taken, he just wants to quickly end the nonsense of mass shootings. We have to act. We can't wait and play games and nothing gets done. President Trump stunned lawmakers on both sides of the aisle Wednesday with his overarching demands for gun control. Like take the firearms first and then go to court. After Vice President Mike Pence suggested court procedures for removing guns from dangerous people, Trump caught him and many in the room off guard by seeming to dismiss due process. I like taking the guns early. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. President Trump also reiterated his support that's the red flag law, which right. I completely, in some aspects, a red flag law can work. But then you have people that may abuse. The, that's the, the biggest question. problem with the red flag law is that one of the conditions of it is anonymous tips. Yep. So if there was actually due process where, you know, okay, a person, uh, uh, has their guns temporarily held while they get a uh, um, an assessment. Sure. And if they pass that assessment, they get them back. They don't yeah. have to go to court. They don't have to pay anything. Instead, the way the red flag laws work in the states that do it is, let's say you break up with your girlfriend and she's Amber Heard and she shits on your Good bed. Yeah. Then calls the police and uh puts a uh personal protection order against you saying that you're violent and uh um you're mentally unstable 
and you shouldn't own the guns that you have. The police show up, they seize your guns. Then you have to pay to go to court, hire a lawyer, and defend your constitutional right to have that. Now, we're not talking go to court that week. We're not talking go to court that month. It could be up to a year. We're talking up to a year, sometimes longer. Yeah. Uh, Especially with COVID, uh, there's been people uh, that have waited that longer than a year. And in at least one case that I heard of, the guy won and proved that he was mentally stable to own it and that it was a false report. They destroyed his guns already. So that's where the red flag laws. Now, on top of the red flag laws, you can't just take someone's gun. They have to be held on a 48-hour, 72-hour psychiatric Mm -hmm. hold during that time, in my opinion. And after that, if you're deemed not crazy, you get them back right then and there. Yeah. That they can only hold it while you're in custody. Yeah, no. But the Democrats want to use red flag laws as a way to disarm anybody who they don't like. For raising the age limit to purchase some weapons. It doesn't make sense that I have to wait till I'm 21 to get a handgun, but I can get this weapon at 18. I don't know. So I was just curious as to what you did in your bill. Look at you know, we, didn't, we didn't address it, Mr. President. Look, I think you know, because you're afraid of the NRA, right? <laughs> uh, my reservation about it, frankly, is that the vast majority of 18, 19, and 20-year-olds in Pennsylvania who have uh, a rifle or a shotgun, they're not a threat to anyone. Typically an ally no, of the NRA, not. Mr. Trump. No. Okay. So they want to raise it to 21, or I'll play Michael Rappaport's bullshit. He's an idiot. Oh, but, I, I, you, he can't even have a weapon himself. So I don't even know why, because he's on, he's on a registry. Really? Yep. Yeah. Someone um, called him out and pulled up Michael Rappaport's history because he, um, has a court case and lost in court due to an against a, a former girlfriend. He is on the ATF stating that he is not allowed to own a weapon. Right. Well, the thing is, is so they want to raise buying a rifle. They, to they did pass that in the house today, actually. Yeah. To raise the rifle age to 21. House, I um, understand that. No, yeah, it's going to, the, it should be in the Senate starting tomorrow for, for arguments okay and you know chuck schumer is going to be there we gotta and do it gonna, and they're gonna push the thing well it's you we gotta end the filibuster in order to get this passed and anyway so they're if they want to do shows up if they want to do that, something oh, terrible thing. if they get rid of the filibuster how old do you have to be to vote 18 how old do you have to be to get drafted into war 18 that's actually a law how old do you how old do you have to be to join the military legally 17 with parental consent 18 without right um 
if how oh how old do you have to be to sign a contract if you're 18. not emancipated um how old do you have to be to get a loan by yourself 25 um okay by by yourself i i don't mean like having a co-signer i'm talking oh, like well eight yeah 18, 18 okay. between 18 and 21 depending on they, the bank what do they call a person that is 18 they're the age of what consent oh adult. <laughs> age of majority yes the age of majority yes uh, we, we went over the age day. of consent laws in a previous episode. Some of them are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Good God. How old do you have I'm to be to do up porn? My words. <laughs> how old do you have to be to do porn? 18. 18. So if they're going to, they already raised years ago. I think alcohol if they're going to raise gun laws, they need to change the voting age to 21. Right. They, they raise smoking to 21, tobacco to 21. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, they raised uh, pistol age to 21. Yep. Now they want to raise long guns. I'm not just saying rifles, rifles, shotguns, long guns to 21. If they're going to do that and they're not going to treat these people because they say, well, your brain isn't fully developed. That was one of the arguments today in yep. the uh, um, hearing that I was uh, listening to. Um, if they're going to do that, then they need to raise it for everything. And the age of majority has to be 21, which means going to college, you cannot sign your own, uh, um, uh, your own master student aid. note. Yeah. Ooh. You don't, you don't get, you don't get student aid at 18. You can't get drafted into the military at 18. You can't go into the military at 18. None of nope, that there, is the age nope, of that silver that silver that silver that service member. Well, uh, taking that part out because oh it was God. uh you know, but you can still not join the military until 18 or until 21. Yeah. But you have okay. to be able you have to still sign up for the draft cuz that is a constitutional but, law. But the thing is, is if they're going they just to do added that, women to that to, law, by the way, they, so. it'd be, and if they're going to do that with the uh, ability with saying that your brain isn't fully developed until you're in your mid twenties, then make everything. Actually, I think I think military needs to stay eighteen. Yes, your brain's not fully developed, but it also it allows the drill instructors to mold you into the machine that they need you to be. Okay. Um, you go into the military, what do they give you? Give you a gun. <laughs> so how does that work? Um, <laughs> I my whole family is a is military and this is the knife hand. Yeah, um, I know knife hand. Because if you point your finger, you got three fingers pointing back at you, you do the knife hand, all the fingers are pointing. Yep. <laughs> uh do you you know I, where this came from, right? How they did that? Why they did this? Where the knife hand came from? Wasn't it because of uh, the, like uh, the smoke and uh, muskets that you couldn't see? Civil War. Well, yep. During the Civil hand. War, they the generals couldn't be seen because of all the clouds of smoke from gunpowder. So they did the knife hand, so the infantry members can see which way they need to go. <laughs> so 
that's why you'll see if you see old Civil War pictures with the generals, they have their hand sheathed in their jacket, their knife hands I put that away. That was just a Napoleon thing. Oh no, that was not a Napoleon thing. That was a that was um, a something. My son knows when I'm really mad at him is when I bring my hand out like that, and I because if yeah. I bring my hand hand out, he's like he's like, oh, dad's pissed now. Um, was it? I was he helping. I was helping my kids doing spelling, and I, I, my whole family's Navy. For everyone that wants to know, um, if you don't know, I don't give a shit. Um, I've been talking phonetics since I was six. Um, it's how I actually learned how to spell my words was in phonetics. Um, so every time I spell words with my kids, I I spell them in phonetics, and my kids are just looking at me like. What? I'm but like, you oh, use gotta, you gotta, use because uh, of military. Stop. You use the uh, the NATO phonetics. Um, well, no. See, he, I I have I have I have military I have NATO military phonetics, and then I have civilian phonetics. So I've made my own civilian phonetics, so everyone understands. I'm saying words that sound like the letter. <laughs> well, in uh, law enforcement, a Depending on the uh, department you go into, uh, they may use the NATO military phonetics or because when you're calling out, uh, like, uh, say you're reading out a person's name. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, R-Y-A-N. And you say it over the radio, you know, uh, the Y could sound like an I or something like that. So um, I don't know why, but decades ago the LAPD came up with their own phonetic alphabet. I, I, I do remember, I remember someone telling me that. And, they, the, they... and so that's the phonetic one that I know, which is like Adam boy, Charlie, David, Edward, Frank, Steve, George, ABCDEFG, Henry, Ida, John, IJK, King, Lincoln, Mary, Nora, Ocean, P Paul Queen instead of Quebec Queen uh Union uh Robert U R S Samuel Thomas No I, I evidently I missed some I don't know Union uh A B C D E F G H A J K L M N O P Q R S T U Victor W William X Ray Cause what else are you gonna put with X X is always X has always been X-ray and yeah. any phonetic I've ever spoke and even in civilian phonetics or NATO, yeah, like, it, look, X every... has always been. But I've always used yo-yo for Y. I don't know why. Why for us is yellow and yeah, I've I don't know why I've always done it. I don't even know where yo-yo came from in with me. But every time I say whenever I have to do oh, why yo yo um what well, and it, it's always funny when uh like when i afterwards when i had to call uh central or call 911 yeah um even after i became a civilian again uh and i'm reading something out to them like oh i have uh yeah this i'm out with the car uh the license plate number is uh 425 um mary thomas yellow <laughs> It's just, it's just habit to me. Uh, if I'm talking over the phone or, 
uh, when I work uh, at my job with Apple and uh, I have to read something back to them and I do just that. And, uh, you know, you have someone in law enforcement that's like, wait, you know that? It's like, yeah, I don't know the, but then I don't know the, uh, the NATO one outside of Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Well, anytime I can yell Foxtrot out is my is is always a great time. Well, um, <laughs> I do say when I, when I'm around when I'm coaching uh, and someone says something, I will yell Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yes, um, I I with that it's uh, the opening scene to eighteen when they pick up Murdoch and they're going for the border and. Fucking Hannibal calls it out, and it's like, "Yep, mm-hmm, yeah, they're fucked." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Yes, no." Um, so back to guns. So, oh yeah, yes, but- fucking this douchebag. <laughs> Michael Rappaport is such a dick. Swear to God, He's such a douche. Like you don't know it when you watch him in his shows, and you're like, "Oh yeah, he's funny." Oh no, I mean. Not- his, he always does really good shows. Don't get me wrong. But as a person, as a Michael person, Rappaport a, is an ass. I would not feel sorry if he just vanished from the earth. Right. I would not ask, where did he go? Nor do I think most people. So here's, I think here's I'm Michael there Rappaport. with Listen. that with Alyssa Milano. <laughs> I loved her to death. Oh my god, I had such a crush on her back in the day. Now that she's an adult, she was on Amber Heard's side, mind you. Yeah. She came out and was on Amber Heard's side during the whole thing. And I'm like... She's basically, both her her and Michael Rapper are, they say, do the opposite. They're wrong every single time. So here, here's Michael Rappaport. Just listen to this douche. In the state of Texas, you have to be at least, you have to be at least 21 years old to rent a car. At least 21. And in a lot of places, they will not rent you a car until you are 25 years old. Yet on your 18th birthday, you could buy an assault rifle. And the name says Hang it on. all. Assault rifle. Not a hunting rifle. An assault rifle. Hang on. Who came up with that name? Um, there's no such uh, thing as an assault rifle, right? That that, that AR does not stand for assault rifle. Fuck, Armalite. I've been reading it now. I'm having to draw the blank of what it it's actually a, it's stood Armalite for. Armalite rifle. There you go. And you know who owns Armalite? Colt. Um, Colt. Yeah, Colt owns. They're the Armalite. only ones that can make. That's why all the other ones are. AR styled rifles. They are AR styled. The only people that could actually put AR 15 is Colt. It so, derived from AR 10 to AR 15 to M uh the M14 to the M4. M16 to the M4. Well, yeah, because it uh M16, but they are oh, styles. God. There's no they are long barreled rifles. That's all they are. That's why, um, what's his name, uh, uh, in Wisconsin didn't get charged for, uh, having, uh, an illegal rifle. 
because the barrel length is long. It's, you know, it's, it's was over 16 inches and the total length was, I think over 28 inches or something like that. It's a rifle. The AR style rifle is no different than any other, any other semi-automatic rifle. It's no different. It functions the exact same way. Oh, the pistol, because it has a pistol grip. Well, so what? So my hand cocks 90 degrees. That doesn't make me pull any faster or any more. It makes me, it does make you more accurate, which is good. Um, but wouldn't you rather a rifle be more accurate? Uh, that That's the point of the longer barrel to have that. Right. That, that, that curvature. That accuracy. On top of that, I, I love when these idiots uh, try to post these videos uh, or these photos of, you know, this is the exit wound of a of an oh AR, my God. and it's bigger than your fist. And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? It's no, someone did it on TikTok, and it was the size of an orange. I said, did someone just get hit with a grenade? Like we're not we're not even talking a 12 gauge slug making that. We're talking the whole point the whole point of a two two three is that it's a smaller hole. It's a smaller input. You're affecting less uh meat. It's for the hunter, it's for those that are hunting so they can preserve as much meat as possible. Right. Now I took my son out and I had him hunting with an AR, deer hunting. Because if he shoots. One, it's got an easier scope. It's easier for him to bring up and hold. He's 10 years old. I was sitting right next to him. He was hunting with an AR. And when he shoots, it's not as big of a uh, a kickback as my uh, uh, 308. However, my 308, because it's a bigger powder, bigger round, longer barrel. Bigger hole. It's got a bigger hole. It shoots farther. That's why 308s, for all these people that say, well, they're, it's a military-style gun. A fucking 308 is a military-style gun. It's a sniper rifle. A 308 hunting rifle and a sniper rifle are the exact yeah, same you gun. Mean what, you have shotguns. They were, they were all military guns. They were exactly. all created off the lever action. You know, and name me a gun that didn't have a military use or military side you know style of that i remember when the spaz the spaz 12 was introduced to the police departments that was the nastiest shotgun i had ever seen and i was like and then they made the civilian version of it and i was like that is the dumbest thing you can do in this world a gun that doesn't need the cock you cock it once and just fucking just start blasting away. Oh yeah, that's well, fantastic. How is that different than a uh, semi-auto? You don't have to cock a semi-auto. You don't. I have a semi-auto. Uh, the Spaz um, will put shotgun. Will put bigger holes in, much bigger holes. I'd have to look at. I, I'm not too familiar with it. I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar. It's but, it was uh it, it's mainly it was mainly a 
uh, a special attack teams police shotgun for the use they for breaching um okay so it wasn't it wasn't meant it wasn't meant to like use against people it was used as a tool because oh, the I'm way the rounds of it right now it doesn't look that much different than uh it's not it's just my... the way the style is so yeah it's got a pistol grip instead of in a folding stock instead of but i mean outside of that that's it functions it's the ones i'm looking at are 12 gauge yep so that's so it takes the same shells that my uh hunting right or hunting shotgun does yep no no i'm not saying i'm just saying the way they they marketed that one personally uh, i think that would be a great uh shotgun for home defense Oh, yeah, that'd be a great home defense. I mean, it's a lot easier to move around uh, your house uh, than a, uh, you know, a full-length shotgun that's, you know, made for bird hunting and reach out and, you know, touch someone. Oh, yeah. I can't get a gun. With a modified choke on it or anything. So, before we finish off Michael Ravenport, because he's something, I will admit this because how gun laws work i can't have a gun due to the fact that i because of june being mental awareness i have a medical condition that allows me to have a medical marijuana card in the state of pennsylvania because of its of it may be state legal it's not federally legal therefore i have been put on a list fucking shit sucks doesn't mean I'm going to go to someone's trunk and be like, hey, let me buy that gun off you. No, but the uh, the person that uh, brought the AR in uh, um, North Carolina that got shot down by the grandma with the uh, pistol. Oh, dude. That no, that was West Virginia. Or West that, Virginia, was, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was West Virginia. Right, West Virginia. He came in. That, that person came in with a, with a, with a stolen gun. Lady with a law-abiding gun with a carry permit took him out ended that fucker's life anything. and saved a handful of people and you know what yeah. go for grandma go for grandma that's why there was there was somebody um one of our congressmen and i can't remember which one it was the congressman from new york said that there's no statistics saying that there are no law-abiding citizens or Stop. no that that no, that a shooter has ever been stopped by another person with yes. a gun, not law abiding. He said another oh. person, mm-hmm. and I'm I heard that, and I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Every single shooter is stopped by another person with a gun. Yep, every single shooter. All right, let's finish I off am Michael Rappaport here. Of a single shooter that just yeah. lays it down. No. Oh, I ran out of bullets. My clip ran out. My magazine ran out. So I laid it down. Yeah, right. To assault, to kill. And the car places are like, well, why the fuck would we let an 18-year-old rent our car? Right? Because they're probably 18-year-olds. They're not responsible enough to rent a car, but they're responsible enough to have a fucking assault rifle. The Constitution needs to be updated. We update everything else. 
machinery, technology, cars that could drive themselves, could talk to a, a, a talk out of a fucking an iPhone, an iWatch. Yet the Constitution is is the all-purpose, all uh, you know, it shouldn't be touched. It needs to be updated. No, the Constitution can be amended, but they oh. intentionally made it hard to be amended and and changed. Well, in Biden's words, the Constitution is not all all it is not all encompassing all encompassing my thing is so if he's going for amendment two what doesn't he not do about amendments 13 14 and 15 right i mean we have we have the 14th amendment yet they're still killing babies in the womb you're telling me they don't have a right oh well no he doesn't believe in those that, because he has said it before, that people uh, are going to, all the uh, people with different color skin are going to be back in chains. I. That's right. He, he said, said that it. about, he said that about Romney. They're going to yeah. put you back in chains, back in chains. I I don't see him at all. I I see this him trying, and it's gonna get caught, and he's gonna get caught up with something. But oh yeah, I'm just waiting for it. In the state of Texas, you could rent a fucking. You can't rent a car till you're 21, and in most places, 25, because they know better. And I'm sure Hertz rent a car. They can make more money if they rent cars to 18-year-olds, but they're like, why the fuck do we let them use our cars? They're going to fucking ruin them. Just like if you give an 18-year-old an assault rifle, they have no business having an assault rifle. Nobody should have one, let alone a fucking 18-year-old. Why not? Well, there were pictures why? like when my when my parents were in school with kids with rifles in the in gun racks in the back of their trucks. Yep, because they were being taught gun safety in school. They were doing marksmanship classes. They were bring that shit back. Yeah, well. And the thing is, is uh, while we're talking, let me bring up because uh, Biden. Basically, Biden can't say or do anything, anything himself. I mean, he has to bring in he has to bring in celebrities oh, yeah. because his right, credibility all right, all is right. nothing. His credibility is nothing. Kamala Harris's credibility is probably lower than his. So they have she to was, bring in. She talked the other day. I I had no interest of listening to what she had to say. And nobody does because who cares what Kamala Harris says or does? Hell, they send her away whenever there's uh something important so that she doesn't talk. Um, because every time she talks, it's just as bad as when Biden talks, and uh, it hurts them. And so their best option is. Let's not let these two talk. 
we we type down what they're supposed to say. They have to say that, but we can't let them off script at all. So then they bring in these celebrities. So what was it? Uh, a week ago, they brought in some K-pop band to talk about yeah. um, um, anti-Asian violence, which is funny because statistically, anti-Asian violence is actually black on Asian. So what did they do? They bring in this... Asian K-pop band from South Korea that never heard of that needs a translator. And now for this, they brought in Matthew McConaughey because he grew up in, I mean, and he was in Dazed and Confused. And he said his that he loves about high schoolers is he gets older and they stay the same age. Um, I do love that line, by the way. That's a funny line. All um, right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. His name is Mud. <laughs> Wally, Texas, where I was born. I swear my my mom taught kindergarten less than a mile from I wonder Rob. if they're going to fact check that. New Valley is yeah, where I learned I to master a, a, a Daisy BB gun. Took, that took two years before I graduated to a 410 shotgun. Uvalde is where I was taught to revere the power and the capability of the tool that we call a gun. Uvalde is where I learned responsible gun ownership. And you know what? The vast majority of gun owners are the exact same way. You learn to revere the power of the gun, to uh uh respect it when i'm i take my son out when we go hunting he's still young in uh handling a gun so i have to constantly remind him hey keep that gun pointed down keep it pointed forward that's how i was taught do not put your finger on the trigger right unless you are ready to shoot and you only point it at something you intend to kill and destroy He's not saying anything that almost every almost every other gun owner says. The left makes you think that every gun owner is basically John Wayne running around, popping off uh, actions all the time. But that's not. My grandparents were infamous John Wayne. They they watch John Wayne movies all the time. That and Dirty Harry. And the thing Dirty is, Dirty Harry. Is, because the left doesn't understand guns because they uh refuse to own them they're more than that they're afraid of them they don't understand the responsibility that almost everyone goes through exactly what he's talking about it's the same way i was taught i started with a bb gun then I moved up to a 22, to a 410, to a 12 gauge, to, well, 12 gauge and a rifle at the same time because they shoot differently. That's how I teach my son. My son is using my old 410. He's using my AR. He's using, you know, I took him out shooting my pistol. And the first time that I had him shoot it, I put one round in, nothing in the magazine. Because if he pulled off, if he pulled the trigger and 
couldn't control the recoil, I didn't want there to be a second one in there. He was able to control it. Freaking, my son is a shot than I am. That pissed me off. We went out with my pistol this last summer, and I'm going to take him out again. And uh, we're like, okay, let's uh, set up two targets. You shoot the one on the right. I'll shoot the one on the left. And uh, his grouping was was tighter than mine. I'm looking at him like, you son of a bitch. You're a better shot than I am. Okay, here's more. Now, you've already called me on May 24th when I learned the news of this devastating tragedy. I had been out of cellular range working in the studio all day when I emerged, and messages about a mass shooting in the town I was born in began flooding my inbox. In a bit of shock, I drove home, hugged my children a bit tighter and longer than the night before, and then the reality of what had happened that day in the town I was born in set in. So the next morning, Camilla, myself, and the kids, we loaded up the truck and we drove to you, Valley. When we arrived a few hours later, I got to tell you, even from the inside of our vehicle, you, you, could, you could feel the shock in the town. You, you could feel the pain, the denial, the disillusion, anger, blame, sadness, loss of lives, dreams halted. So he went on to say some really good things about um, respecting firearms, teaching firearms. Um, and then he said some stuff about how um, people don't need these types of weapons. I don't know if you have that part pulled up. I didn't know. So there was some stuff that he said that was good and uh, we can agree on. Um, he also said schools need more protection. They need cameras. They need uh, to limit access. Like I so, said, treat them like a bank. Here, Here's a recent what? 40 some 50 billion dollars to ukraine already um we could have updated what there's one ohio right now is one of the first states that is is encouraging their teachers to arm themselves we could provide the training buy them their they could get bought their gun by taxpayer money therefore it's the school's gun but it's given to the teacher so they're they have to go through fire training i would mm -hmm. rather i would be comfortable with the teacher having a gun and a lockbox in the there if an active shooter does end up they have act, they have quick access to the gun they are there to protect the students they'll do whatever they have to do right we and had the money we gave it to another country though even if it's not the teachers that do it um let them hire security you know my yeah. thing is is a lot of people are saying well we need armed police officers that run away or this you need armed security 
They don't have to yeah. be police officers. I'm like, I'm they like, don't even have to wear a uh, a uniform. Have them in plain clothes. Mm-hmm. Have them armed, or at the very least, have an armory with something inside of the school locked up. And but the more important thing is is have the technology to lock down the school and stop the person's movement. Yeah. All of these, all of these uh, cases going all the way back to Columbine is that the person basically went door to door, room to room and shot, or in this case went into a classroom and locked himself in there. Mm-hmm. If they had cameras and a person monitoring because these kids were in class monitoring and said this person's carrying a rifle through the school lock down the school don't just hit an alarm and have the teachers lock it yeah it's not hard to have automatic locks or have or have uh one-way locks like they have at uh, uh hotels where you bad basically badge to open up the door, let the kids in, and once the door shut, it's locked from the outside. And either the teacher has to open it or the next person has to have a key or a badge to get through. Yep. Hell, my 24-hour fitness that I go to has that. I have a little key fob uh, yeah. or a little thing on my, uh, my keychain that I hold in front, and it unlocks the door for, like, five seconds and long enough for me to pull it open. And then once it closes, it doesn't open again until the next person or until I leave. So that 40 billion out of the hundred, what is it? Hundred and five hundred and ten thousand schools can pay for all of that can pay for a security guard that is armed. And so watching I, cameras. So someone made so someone made a comment on on TikTok because I, I thought it was interesting. Um, they were talking about how the officers were and how they acted in in y'all in in Texas. Um, it sounds like they're setting up for a federal police force. Remember, we had all the defund the police movements. And a lot of good officers gave up and just turned their shit in and early retired because it wasn't worth it. Um, so it, it would make sense. Oh, fine. The states can't handle their police force, so we will... We'll have a federal police force in each state. Yeah. And then they have that already with Homeland Security. Yeah. Or Homeland Security. We have FBI. We have Homeland Security. Um that's you know, but the thing is is with all of that. The schools are still responsible for their own security and for, how they want to do it. All, they need to get rid of those signs that say gun-free zones. That's the biggest 
line of bullshit. There is no such thing as a gun-free zone. As soon as you say gun-free zone, that means, oh, mass casualty. Right. No one to fight back. You know, what was the one uh, uh, that took place at uh, the Batman movie? Um, that, that was, you know, I want to say, like, it's like the, the first Dark Knight movie or whatever. Um, uh, Colorado. Oh, okay, at the movie theater. Yeah, at the movie theater. Yeah. That movie theater had signs that said it was a gun-free zone. Yep. And me being a law-abiding citizen, knowing that if I take my firearm into a gun-free zone, I can get arrested. Therefore, I don't take it in with me. But the thing is, those that are taking it in, they're not being law-abiding citizens. They already know they're going with an agenda. They are going to make a statement. And that's the thing with Michael Rappaport talking about 18. It's not 18-year-olds. In fact, most of the uh, mass shootings happen with people that are over 21. Correct. But the kid that was in Texas, they claimed that he, he... he was poor. He came from a shitty family. Yada yada yada. They made up all these excuses. Then they list they they made the mistake and they listed off what he was carrying. The guns in the magazines alone range. The guns alone that he was carrying ranged between two to four thousand dollars. Not even the clips. The clips were running between. 45 to 60 bucks a clip and he had pistols um, on him which he wasn't legally and then he had pistols have. and those ones that he they read off they were ranging between two to five hundred dollars in that range the kid worked at wendy's where the fuck did he get these weapons at supposedly he told everyone he was saving up working two months at wendy's for this yeah don't um, give me that bullshit no I, I i i won't so but the the thing is is so like michael rapaport or anybody that says 18 year olds can't no it's not 18 year olds it's deranged people that have an agenda yeah. and they're going to do it regardless that's it like, i mean they're going to do like it the regardless. guy in new york that did the uh the grocery store He was talking about what he was planning on doing for like a month and nobody did anything about it. The signs are all there when people want to do it. And most of the time, because there was a psychologist that was on TikTok, she was basically said, look, it's not your everyday person it's not mental problems it's those that have disassociated mental disorders those that are sociopathic those that have multiple personality disorder those are the people that are in question and the thing is most social most sociopaths will pass a lie detector because they're trained they believe amber heard the lies that they are giving. I think Amber Heard truly believes the bullshit she says. 
She's oh, convinced yeah. herself. Um, so that's the thing. It's yes, mental cases are are assigned to watch. It's, but you have to know what to look for. And most of the time, some of those people don't show a lick of signs until you know, it's too damn late. The, here's the thing. There's evil people. Yes. There are evil people. We will never get rid of them. We've had them since the beginning of time. The Bible has Cain as the first murderer. Okay. At that time, there was like four people. Um, so there's always going to be evil people. The reason that we carry firearms and that everybody should be allowed to and should carry a firearm is because one, I can't afford to carry a police officer. I can't afford to carry, I can't afford to pay a security guard to walk around with me like these people in Congress or these celebrities that are saying nobody should have a firearm. But have armed security guards. But have armed security with them at all times. Um, and evil people are going to do evil things regardless of the laws that you put in place. And the only way to stop evil people is to fight back. I teach martial arts. I teach self-defense. The reason I teach self-defense is because there's evil people out there. There's bullies. Every school, every one of us, whether we've been bullied ourselves, we at least know who the bully was in the school. And oh, yeah. I think for a lot of people, they just hope they weren't the victim of it. The only way to stop my, someone my like that kid. is with greater force. Oh, yeah. So speaking all of, of bullies, these anti-bully laws, all of this stuff doesn't do jack shit. Oh, yeah. The, there's a there is a we had a sign a form at the beginning of the year about their their anti-bullying policy. And I told my kid, I said, look, there are three rules that you must abide before you do self-defense at the school because of the way this anti-bullying rule is. If you are being bullied, you will notify a teacher Mm -hmm. just to cover your own ass to say that you told somebody. I told my son to put it in writing. I said, tell the teacher and tell me so I can email the school so that I have a record. Yep. And then if it happens again and you are struck, you have every right to strike back. I don't give a shit. And I had a conversation with a teacher because it happened to my kid uh, not that long ago. My son chooses to wear a mask. I don't make him. I told him, I was like, if you want to go to school wearing a mask, and if that's how you feel comfortable, fine. Don't care. He doesn't wear a mask anywhere else, but only at school. I think he just does it because he doesn't want people looking at him. It's a self-conscious thing. So, fine. Great. 
kid came over and tried to rip it off his face. My son literally almost hauled off and broke his jaw. Because I taught my kid where to hit on the face. Because everybody has a glass jaw, so you shatter it. Yep. Hey, we were and working on that I today even, with uh, open hand strikes to the jaw. I told my I told my I told my son's teacher. I said, "Look, this happens again, and he gets the chance to swing. He will break that kid's jaw." She goes, "Excuse me." I said, "He will break that kid's jaw." She goes, "How?" I showed him where to hit on someone's face it will disable them from wanting to even get up off the ground because they're going to be holding their face um in self-defense only i'm not i didn't tell him to go off and just start wailing on people's faces before anybody thinks that's what i'm telling my kid to do it is only in self-defense yep and yeah i told my son my son goes back to school next year we signed him back up i told my wife yeah uh, you know no pulling him again i think we went over this but um my son asked me you know because i train mma fighters so he watches me train them and he asked why we never work on ground and pound or why we never work on uh you know uh ground and pound to a submission and i told him because that's a sport that's not self-defense self-defense i told him you can try talking to the person to the bully if that doesn't work you tell on them i said you tell the teacher and you tell me so i can email the principal and i'll even email the school board if they still don't do anything that's when you take them down but once you get him on the ground once he's out, then um, you back away. One, because, yeah, you won't get bullied again if uh, you're pounding on the kid. But then at, I told him at that point, that makes you're you the, the bully. Aggressor. Yep, you're the bully. I said, and number two, how's it going to look to a teacher or a police officer? If I, if I get into a fight, a bar fight, and I've got the guy on the ground and I am wailing away at his face, How's that going to look to a police officer? Can I claim self-defense at that point? No, because he was no longer a threat. I said, once you neutralize the threat, you back away. I said, you don't run away. You don't turn your back. You back away. I told him, think about Mr. Miyagi in uh, the first Karate Kid when they left uh, the Cobra Kai dojo. They didn't turn their backs. He grabbed Daniel and he backed away. You don't turn your back on a threat but you don't engage so we were, and it's we the same talking. thing with guns so it looks like the house is still in session um about 26 minutes ago uh the house passed and voted on a package called protecting our kids act gun legislation package 223 to 204 so basically write down uh party lines with the exception of cheney yeah um so this i hope she gets voted out she stated that she doesn't want to be the 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 speaker anymore 
which I think is fantastic. Um, basically, this is less legislation is allowing gun legislation packages to include several proposals, including restrictions on large sale, large large capacity ammunition magazines, and raising the minimum age of purchase of certain firearms. Um, so basically, what we were just talking about, how they were wanting to raise the age limit to twenty one. Um, and restricting magazines, but the problem is a lot of the weapon, a lot of the guns, all have standard magazines that are more than what they are restricting. Right, a ten, a ten round. So magazine, therefore, they are going to abolish every... those guns. Didn't New York do that? They put an arbitrary like five round magazines, and yeah. But the thing is, those magazines oh, yeah, can't yeah, fit. That's like half full. That's half cut off. It's so yeah. Weird. And you know what? I, they, they were when like, I, when I teach self defense with firearms, I say you keep firing until the person drops. Yes. You fire and you keep pulling that trigger until they're no longer a threat. Because as soon as they're down and they're not moving, right. Then um, you're done. Democrats are so fucking stupid. God, they're stupid. And it's bills like this. And then to name it the protect our kids, it has nothing to do with kids. Most firearm deaths, one, America, do you know that the U.S. is the only country that counts suicides as firearm deaths? My thing is, yeah, and no, it counts for more that. than 50% of the firearm deaths. So, so there was another thing I was reading I wanted to just bring up. So, say they take, hypothetically, they take all the guns out of the United States. We're still going to have mass casualties. Look what happened in Nigeria. Nigeria, there was a church. There are no guns in Nigeria. They planted bombs. They blew at, up a church. Look at South Africa. Yeah. They removed guns from civilian population. They're still incredibly high with mass shootings. Everyone points to, well, England and uh, Australia. England and Australia didn't have hardly any. Australia had like 13 out of uh, 30 years. It's everyone says it's a united states problem with mass shooting no it's as we were saying earlier it's a mentality of evil where there are people out there that are truly evil that are going to do what they want how they want to do it regardless of the law and all the laws do are hinder those that follow the law right that's it the cartels don't follow the law. They still bring in drugs. Drugs are illegal. They still have shootings in Chicago. Uh, like, oh, and that know, is one of the 15, worst states for gun weekend. laws. Yeah, 15, 20 deaths a weekend. Memorial I mean, Day week. What Memorial Day weekend? They had what? It was like forty six kids, forty six people died in a, ma- yeah. in a gun. And they fight? have the strictest gun laws in the United in any city. But yet, no, that doesn't fit their narrative because that's people versus people. 
it's not a it's, point. It's still gun violence. It's still gun violence. New York still has. New York City still has it. Uh, L.A. still has it. California as a whole still has. All of these places, Detroit, you know, they have some of the strictest gun laws in Michigan, and they still have high gun violence. It's not the law. It's the people. Mm-hmm. So it's and all you're doing is, like I say, you want to make everybody safer, have everybody be that little old lady at the uh, graduation party carrying, knowing how to use it, knowing when to use it. Because even if you have somebody that, you know, gets pissed off and pulls their gun, you're going to have 10 other people pulling out on that person. No, yeah. The whole point is there are more good people than bad. It's when you it's when you tie the good people's hands up so that the bad can do what they want that we have these problems. We're coming up on 2 hours. We need to start wrapping things up. Right. Uh told you today was just going to be kind of a free flow big We, we just kind of fell with this one, huh? Um Yeah. Let me uh let me play some uh some clips. So I got some political clips. clips we can talk about. I got uh some other stuff. Uh so I'm gonna kinda go uh and just randomly grab. I don't know I don't know what we're gonna have, so um see what happens next. So oh I need to I need to bring in uh some videos. And uh, it won't play it because it's a MOV. I'll have to convert that later. So we'll go with the next one. Hey, this one kind of goes with uh, what we're talking about with guns. This guy talks about how easy it is to buy an buy uh, assault rifle. Oh yes, a, an assault rifle. So do I got it playing? Yep. yep. So we're going to go inside and we're going to show everyone how easy it is to buy a assault rifle in America, in the good U.S. of A. He's walking through the store. I don't know if I should just ask someone, like, where do y'all keep the assault rifles at? I don't know how that works. Look how adorable these things are. I want a mini swing set. Walking into Sporting Goods. Okay, so that was frighteningly easy. It took all of like 10 minutes, but we finally got one. Um, I gotta go get some salt at Target and then we're gonna try it out. But yeah, like it, it's really not difficult to get a salt rifle in America. Like, I mean, it was 50 bucks. It's, I think that's a lot like for, for, for a salt gun, but. <laughs> so he literally went in I and- to uh, get he, one of those. I know, he bought one of them salt guns that you shoot uh, flies with. Like yep. you, you fill it with salt and you pump it and you shoot salt at. I love it. I love that video. That's a great video. All right. What do we got next here? Uh, I don't know what this one is. Something about a girl at uh, the dentist. Oh, yeah. I saw on TikTok that oh, yes. if you just a wiener, is it true? Yep. That one's true. How? Because you can see bruising in the soft tissue in the back of the soft palate. Oh. So there's a particular pattern of, of bruising. Can, I like the look on your face, Ryan. <laughs> there was a scene this one, and I sent it to my wife. Okay. 
so after Valentine's Day, we noticed that bruising in, in the soft palate a lot more frequently. So, sure. <laughs> Fun facts, February 15th, the dentist knows that you were sucking dick the day before. No, you want to hear something bad is uh, the most uh, common birthday in the United States is October 5th. Because it's like the full gestation period after Valentine's Day. So it's like it's like middle of September to like uh, October like 15th or 16th. My dad was born on October 16th. My nephew was born on October 5th. I'm born on October 5th. The bad thing is is I know what my grandmother and grandfather, my parents and my sister were doing for Valentine's Day. I'm very sure that was uh the the intent, but yes. <laughs> so it was, it's not something that we all want to fucking sit here and think about. It, it, I, I think I was in like my twenties when I realized like wait a minute like three three of my family members yeah so all right next one what in the pookie and boo-boo's backyard barbecue is going on oh, i remember on? this one i saw this ETV Keisha, she decides to do a little off-roading in her backyard, but little did anyone know that this was about to turn into the most fucked up game of Mario Karts that anyone ever did see. Oh, this is great. The Mario Kart sound. Wildly out of control, and she careens into Uncle Elroy and his grill. The barbecue is in shambles. Cousin Craig is in disbelief. Cousin Dede, frozen in fear. And obviously, Uncle Elroy is shaken to his fucking core. But props to this young man for having his priorities straight. We gotta get the grill up, y'all. <laughs> we gotta get the grill going, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going down the line. Go for it. Uh, just gonna keep going, keep going down the line. Right here. This one, uh, this is a little more political, but. Well, I've heard that claim a bunch, but it just isn't true. And in fact, it's been fucking debunked so many times. It's So what he's debunking is uh, that the Democrat and Republican Party switched ideology in the first half of the 20th century. I think we talked about this uh, when we had, um, um, what's his name on with us? Um, Sean? Sean on with us because uh, he I think he or someone else uh, mentioned talked about well you know that the uh, uh, Republicans are the old Democrats and uh, gotten to an yeah we've had that, that conversation before yeah it's amazing that people even say that shit anymore but hey look I totally get it if I was the Democrats I'd have to say there was a party swap how else would you cover up the history of every single piece of racist legislation coming from the Democratic Party but you know what? Instead of just disagreeing with you, which is what liberal creators on this platform do, I'm going to go ahead and explain to you why there was no party swap and how it definitely wasn't the first half of the 20th century. 
In fact, what they're claiming is the party swap happening. They say it happened during the 1960s and 70s. See, the claim is in the 1960s and 70s, the Republicans had to appeal to the racists in the South in order to win a national election. That's completely forgetting that back in 1928, Republican President Herbert Hoover won 47% of the South. And if you don't understand how anti-racist Herbert Hoover was, read some fucking history. And then in 1952, Republican President Dwight Eisenhower won the Southern states of Tennessee, Florida, and Virginia, all states that were considered to be massively racist. Oh yeah, and by the way, when he ran for re-election in 1956, he also won those racist-ass southern states of Louisiana, Kentucky, and West Virginia. And did he win those elections by appealing to the racists in the South? Well, that would have been pretty difficult to do, considering before his re-election campaign where he won those six southern states, he openly supported the Supreme Court decision on Brown v. Board of Education. You know that landmark decision that desegregated public schools? Oh, and if you don't remember, something else he did before that re-election was send the United States military to Little Rock High School to enforce integration between the races. Oh, and the other claim is that all the Southern Democrats pissed off about the Civil Rights Act switched to the Republican Party. Well, I can call bullshit on that because of all the Democratic senators that existed at that time, one became a Republican. The remaining racist-ass Democrats continued to be reelected as Democrats for about two and a half decades after that. And if that's not enough, let me go ahead and give you another point. Well, they say that the party switch and the Republican appeal to racists in the South was so they could win elections, right? Then why didn't Republicans hold a majority of congressional seats in the South until 1994? That's nearly 30 years after the Civil Rights Act, which, by the way, was proposed and passed by Republican votes. Because, I mean, if this Southern racist ditch Democrats because of the Civil Rights Act in 1964, why did they wait until three decades later to actually make the switch and vote Republican. Yeah. Like I live in the South and shit moves slower down here, but a damn sure don't move that fucking slow. So here's the real reason why the South votes mainly Republican now. It's not because the candidates have changed. It's because the South has changed. The South used to be ruled by racists and represented by Democrats. Thankfully, evolution is getting rid of both of those. Yeah. I honestly can't say it any better than he did. It, I mean, it didn't. I mean, there's no party switch. It's just the Democrats went to the North and the Republicans from the North went to the South. That's that's all that happened. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I, the whole, it, it, it drives me nuts. Uh, them trying to make, it's like they have to come up with a reason to say you're racist and you've always been a racist. Because your party's racist, even though my party has a history of racism. But it wasn't my party. My party was your party. But now your party was my old party. And therefore, it, that's the biggest line of bullshit ever. Um, no, no, okay. you mean you're not wrong. Uh, let's see here. Ah, what is a woman? What exactly is a woman? Well, it's it, for me. It's oh, it's actually a simple answer, and that's a person who identifies as a woman. But what are they identifying as? As a woman. But, but what mean. is that? As a woman. This is a college professor. Do you know what a circular definition is? I do. It's sort of like what you're doing right now, where a woman is is a woman. Because mm -hmm. well, you're seeking what we would call in my field of work an essentialist definition of gender 
I think it sounds like you would like me to give you a set of biological or cultural characteristics that are associated with one gender or the other. I'm not seeking any type of definition. I'm just seeking a definition. Yeah, and I gave you one. <laughs> what is the sky? Oh, no. Well, the sky is There's up. another and clip up, to that. Sky. He asks, I'm just trying to get to the truth and then flips out because he's like, that is racist racist or something like that about asking about the truth and I'm like, the truth the, is racist just asking for the truth for yeah. those that don't know that's from or homophobic the, uh what is a woman um which is uh put on by the daily wire so if you subscribe to the daily wire one i highly recommend it i don't get any kickback or anything from them although ben shapiro i love you uh you know i'd love for you to sponsor our podcast we should we should um, try to move our show to the daily wire <laughs> they swear too much um but meh, we, we I, can do the we, we can just be live after hours <laughs> the, we're adults <laughs> midnight at the daily wire uh but uh that's right um, but it's a it's a great documentary like it's so amazing how he he talks to people and how many of them basically say the same thing like all he asks them is you you think anybody can be a woman what is a woman and nobody can answer it and then he goes to other countries and he's like what is a woman well a woman is a girl that's an adult like it's a it's an adult female like how hard is that in other countries proving that this whole transgender thing is social it's completely social um so yes watch what is a woman it's it's great uh um oh and they got uh daily wire uh when they tried to stream it live i couldn't watch it live i had to watch it uh after because um they got uh oh what is it when they flood uh, a server with bots so they can't uh so their uh, website goes down um they got flooded. You know, no, it's uh, where uh, they take down a website be by uh, overloading the servers. Um, oh, I know Java. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, God, I work in computers and I can't remember. Uh, um, taking. Um, a DOS, uh, a DDoS attack. So they, they got, uh, they got attacked, uh, a DDoS attack. So here's another, uh, fun man on the street, uh, video. Okay. So you agree that there are certain exceptions oh, to abortion? Life's life's in danger. Of course, she has the right to defend her life. Okay. Well, I personally believe any woman should get it if she's not ready to carry a kid to term. Why? Why should um, personal inconvenience outweigh a right to life? Because men don't have to deal with the same thing. But why does personal inconvenience outweigh the right to life? I think men should be paying child support from the moment of conception. Well, but they don't. But they should be. They should be mandated to by law, in my opinion. But I don't want to carry a baby for nine months if I don't want it. You probably shouldn't conceive a child then. Sometimes shit happens. So yeah, their argument, shit happens. Argue, their argument is shit happens, so I should be able to kill this person. 
So what if, okay, so we had a, we had a shortage. Okay. He, hypothetically, we had a shortage of uh, baby formula, right? And mm -hmm. they want bodily autonomy. They don't want to have to use their body to support another life. Does that mean the baby or the mother can starve the baby because she doesn't want to breastfeed it? Assumingly so. I mean, wouldn't that follow? If they, don't wanna, yeah. if they don't want to carry a baby for nine months or, uh, you know, until term uh, because they, because shit happens that they cause because you don't just get pregnant because shit happens. You get pregnant because, one, you didn't take precautions. Figure, you know, if you're on birth control and the guys, both of which are like 90 some percent effective. I never had a baby until I, uh, can... I know, right? Until I got married, and we um, said, "You know what? Let's start trying to have a baby." And my wife went off birth control, and we had a baby. But yeah. before that, before I was married, anyone I slept with, I didn't care if she said she was on birth control or not. I was taking matters into my own hand. Not literally, but I mean, like. I was covering myself because I didn't trust her. That's birth control men can do. I mean, you the other thing is, a plan or you B can, smoothie. you can also go get a plan B, smash it up, go get a plan B. Yeah. Be like, Here you go. Or you know what? Just don't fool around because if you don't do the deed, you don't have to worry about shit happening. I mean, they were saying, oh, all women should be abstinence while they're they're trying to discuss Roe versus Wade. Yeah, isn't that hilarious? They're, is... they're saying they're trying to support Roe versus Wade or uh, the repeal of Roe versus Wade, then we're not going to have sex with you. It's like, isn't that what the right to life have been saying for the last 40 years? So you're making the exact same argument that they've been saying for decades? Yep. And you think that's a threat? Yeah. Like, what are the guys that they're going after? Who knows? Okay. This one's real quick. Check out fast this one can shoot. Uh, watch her. Uh, she leans way back, which I think is genius. She leans way back, so when she has to pull, so she's uh, doing a in a quick shoot competition, uh, a fast draw competition like the old west, and she leans so far back, like, um, she, it takes almost nothing to clear the holster, and it's already on target. It's crazy. Line shooters set. You see how Jesus far back she's Christ. leaning? She's doing like the Matrix, you know, when Neo is dodging the bullets in the first Matrix. She's like that. That hurts my back. Get her for 36 on one. No That's so freaking fast. Right. So if All I end right. up in a time machine and I'm in the Old West and somehow, like, uh, Back to the Future, I end up in a uh, uh, gunfight, I'm doing that Matrix lean.
I think that's the way to go. Okay, let's wrap things up. Uh, tell people how to get a hold of us, and uh, we'll close oh, things out. Uh, so, yeah, it's at end of the evening. So just remember, our website is firetalkradio.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Fire Talk Radio. Um, email address is firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Voicemail number is 814-380-9820. All music, again, is provided by Psychostick. Um, so, and you can check us out on any streaming service um other than pandora including youtube uh find us We're there. on youtube and find us out on youtube hit the subscribe you can button watch us live um, on i try YouTube. to link the live i try to link the live link uh when we start so this way you guys want to hop in the chat there i have it up on my screen so i can chit chat if anybody wants to talk and have questions um but if you email us or voicemail us, we'll, we'll play it and have that conversation. That's the whole purpose yeah. of this show. Um, if you don't agree with us, tell us where you think we're wrong. Oh, God, please do. I would. And if you want, you can even call in during the show and we can add you to the show and we could have that conversation of the discussion. Um, but please bring your facts, not your feelings. That is all I ask. Um, I will respect more of facts than I will of appeasing to someone's feelings. Um, but this is episode 36. Uh, let's take us out, Jason.